Hello. Hello. Welcome to What in the Actual Fuck. I'm Brittany. I'm Kai. And we have got a really sad story for you today. Oh my god. All right. Before we cue the music, let me lub in. Lub in. Lub in what? Let me rub in my chapstick. Cue the music. Like, what were you listening to? Or is that what the Puppy Pals show is? Oh, okay. No, Um, that's not Puppy Dog Pals. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. What's that Is that Mickey Mouse? Yes. Yes, the Mm -hmm. hot dog song, right? Oh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. This is what my life has come to. I know things all children now. That's what you get living with me. And I'm I'm just going to preface right now. You're going to hear this noise every now and again because I have an iced coffee and a water. In the coolest glasses ever that Brittany bought. They're so cool. They're <laughs> Everybody wants them. <laughs> They're literally just glass cups with a glass straw, guys. They're really not They're that cool. They're cool. I'm going to post it. But since you've seen me, since you got these, have you seen me doing out of anything no. else? They're, They're the cool. only thing, so I'm not going to apologize. Okay. We are going to start this story oh, with a personal story. Oh, oh. Which you've kind of heard before. The birth of my first child. Oh, boy. And when I went into labor, right? Yeah. So I was at home by myself. My husband was out of state. My in-laws live an hour north. (laughs) My mom and dad live all the way in Ohio. Right. We're in Colorado. Yes, we're in Colorado. Okay. I went to take my puppy out on a walk like I did every morning. Code of bear. And I was two weeks before I was supposed to have my baby. And my mom told me. <laughs> Wait a second. I feel like, should you give people trigger warnings? Because when yeah, I heard yeah. this, you should I'm not going into that oh, part of it. I was going to say, you should have given me trigger warnings. No. So it was completely, I was shocked, right? So yeah. I was standing outside in the front yard with Co, my dog. Right. And I was like, <laughs> putting the leash on him. And I was like, whoo. Man, I I did go to the bathroom, did I not? Wipe right or something? So oh, I, Lord. <laughs> and I mean, I was pretty big with my oldest. Yeah. My first baby, yeah. So I went back upstairs, took the dog back inside, and like went to the bathroom again. And I wiped, and I got back up, and I went back outside. I'm sorry for those of you if that's too much detail. Let's be honest. It's <laughs> totally natural. Anyone that gets weirded out about hearing about vaginas and stuff, like, calm down. We're talking about childbearing. Yes. So I came back outside and again got co ready to go. And I was like, man, okay. Like, something's dripping down there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I, I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I think my water broke. And no one prepares you for what that feels like. People think it's like a gush. But sometimes it can just be just a little leak. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I have never birthed a child. So again, my mom told me. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys are Kevin Hart fans. She told me that with your first child, a you're gonna come late. It's gonna happen late. Like it's gonna be two weeks late. I'm two weeks early. I was gonna say, is that like a normal statistic? I don't know. Mom um. just said that's what happened to her, so that's what would happen to me. <laughs> So I was shocked and I was standing there and I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? So I called my mom and she, she panicked. She tried to get here. Not part of, not relevant to the story. No. Yeah, I know. She called me and I mom at that time panicked was living in because North it was Carolina. In the so you can't book a flight. I oh, know, but she was like, I need you. Can you get there? And I'm like, 
I, I'm housing like eight dogs and no, I can't, I can't just abandon all of these people's dogs in my house. Yes. So they couldn't come. Now my husband, I couldn't even get a hold of him. Right. And then my in-laws, I call my in-laws, I call my mother-in-law and I was like, look, it's happening. It's going down. She was like, well, just wait there. I'll be there. And I was like, oh no, my mom told me I had plenty of time. I'm going to go take a shower oh, and then I will meet you at the hospital. And she's panicked. So I hung up, but I wasn't panicked. I right. went inside. I went up. Mom told me it's going to be like two days of labor. Yep. So I went upstairs and I took a shower. I shaved. <laughs> And then... Prince that bitch that fucking preps. I did. I put some lotion on. Dude, I would have too, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started my drive, which was like 30 minutes to get to the hospital. And in no way was I panicked. Right. I didn't think anything was going to go down. And let's be honest. We all know Brittany. She is like the calm, reasonable, chill one out of pretty much all of us yeah. know, sisters. And long story short, I made it. I made it to the hospital, and then I waited in the waiting room for, like, two hours. But we're not going to go into that either. But you people who think you're in labor, check yourself. Because when I came in there, I really had my water broke. And I waited for all of you to get checked and be sent home. Okay? Yeah, you liars. Anyway, a similar story happens. On October 9th, 2020, in Itabel, Oklahoma, and I actually... That might have to be a correction, because a couple stories that I looked at, like, she was still in Texas... Oh, okay. But it says in Itabel, Oklahoma, right. Texas state troopers conducted a traffic stop because this woman was driving erratically. Okay. So they pull her over, and she was in a similar situation, except she hadn't made it to the hospital. I was going to say, like, she's literally about to give birth. Yeah. Yeah. And she hadn't made it to the hospital in time. Mm -mm. According to Rebecca Rice from CNN, they found her holding a baby in her lap, and oh. the umbilical cord was connected to the infant, and it was, like, coming out of her pants. So it looked like she had just given birth. Oh, I got you. Okay. She told the police that she had the baby on the side of the road, and now it wasn't breathing. That's why she was, like, driving, like, erratically, because oh, so she terrifying. was trying to get to the hospital. Right. Um, she was taken to the hospital with the baby, but the staff determined at the hospital that this woman, Taylor Parker, had not given birth to that baby. Mm. But how could that be? If the, the umbilical cord was coming out of her? It was coming out of her pants. And, and she like, had the baby in her arms. And they were like, that's, you did not give birth to that baby at the hospital. That's what they're saying. Well, do, were they like, ma'am, whose umbilical cord do you have? How could that be? She yeah. had told her boyfriend and other people that she was pregnant. In fact, she was supposed to be on her way to the hospital oh. to register for preterm or for like induced labor. Because she was overdue. Oh, Brittany's probably looking at my face. I think I know this case. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Mm. So. I'm scared. And she had also, so she told her, her fiance, boyfriend, mm -hmm. um, that she was pregnant and he was supposed to meet her there at like lunchtime for her to be induced to have the baby. Right. And they'd also had a gender reveal party. She had taken pregnancy photos, all of it. And that morning she had told people she was going to the hospital. Okay. Now. Another person's story. Also on October 9th, 2020, the police received a phone call in New Boston, Texas, from a woman claiming that someone had murdered her daughter. Ooh. The officers who res responded found Reagan Simmons Hancock, who had been 34 weeks pregnant, with a large cut along her abdomen, and the baby was no longer inside of her womb. Oh, no. This is the story of Reagan Simmons Hancock, a 21-year-old woman who was brutally murdered by someone she thought was her friend so that she could steal her baby. Yeah, I think I will... Well, there have been, like, a couple cases I've heard about, mm -hmm. like, this shit happening. It is terrifying. This is terrifying. Yeah. Especially because I'm sure, like, you would obviously know when you're 
like pregnant and mm-hmm. especially when you're like almost to term you're in a more vulnerable state absolutely like, you're not gonna be able to like and as we'll find out yeah. later like reagan this was her second child okay that she was pregnant with mm-hmm. and like she was already prepared to go to the hospital she felt like the baby was gonna come early oh. so like she had her bag packed ready right. to go and, like, when you are that ready and that big and that done with being pregnant, like, right. you are very vulnerable. Yeah. Ugh, this is terrifying. Do you have any trigger warnings? A lot. Um, <clears throat> the assault is really, really, really bad. So if you're, if you can't hear about someone who is that vulnerable, a pregnant woman, being hurt to an extent that is unbelievable, this right. probably isn't the right podcast for right. you. Right. But okay. there's no sexual violence or anything like that. Okay. Let's do this. So who is Reagan Simmons Hancock? Reagan was a mom, a wife, a daughter, and a beloved friend. Everything I found online about her talked about a young woman who would do anything for anyone and was so excited to be a mom again. In an article by Kate Bricklett from the Daily Beast, Reagan was loved by many and was very close to her family. She was super excited to be having a new baby, which her and her husband had already named the little girl Braxlin. Oh, Oh my um, gosh, that is an adorable name. I know, Braxlin. Braxlin Sage. Oh. So cute. Love. Um, a friend stated that Reagan was afraid her baby was going to come early, but they were praying for a little more time so that she could be born healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom said they were super close and that Reagan was her firstborn child. They texted every morning and every night. She said, quote, if you were her friend, if you were someone she trusted, she loved you with all of her heart. She wanted to help everybody she could, end quote. She also talked about Reagan's personality, saying she could hang with the guys, but she could also be very gentle and sweet. Mm. She also said she was so proud of the mother she was to her three-year-old daughter. These are always, like, the hardest parts, and I think it's it's for Britt and I both in researching, and we kind of, like, I mean, a majority of, like, our life now and our days are, like, consumed by researching all of this stuff. Yeah. And it's just so hard to hear that... They were such good people, and they were, you know... It's terrible, but at the same time, like, this one I was happy about because there was information about Reagan. Right. A lot of times, it's really hard to find stuff about the victim. Yeah, and that's where, like, that's where we wanted our podcast to go in a really different direction than all the other ones out there, is, like, focusing mainly on those characters and those people, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just so hard to hear. This Yeah, it's really sad. Mm. She sounded like a wonderful person. And so much life ahead of her, 21 years old. Right. Did she, did uh, it say at all how old her first one was? Three. Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. She was three. Um, Reagan was married to a man named Homer, and they bought a house together the year before she was killed. They both worked really hard, and Reagan worked at a place called Flying Burger and Seafood, which Ooh. was in Texarkana, and was still working there, 34 weeks pregnant, <laughs> swollen ankles and all. So wait, we might as well. Geography corner because Kai doesn't know anything about geography. Texarkana, that is like it's like that the area between Texas and Arkansas. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, it's been in a few. I know true crime stories. Yeah. Um, Reagan and Homer worked really hard for everything they had, and she was super proud that she had just bought. Well, they had just bought a Nissan Rogue SUV. Oh, nice. So she was super pumped about it. Uh, Homer had previously been a guard at a jail and then a landscaping firm. Mm-hmm. He had just started a new job at a trucking center the week before his wife was murdered. She talked to her mom the night before she was killed and said she was starting to see signs that the baby was coming and had even packed her bags to be ready to go to the hospital. Dang. Yeah. 
Is that you had to do? weeks is super early yeah, though, to but be like, like ready. So, so after your first, even with like the next two, did you see signs of when they were going to like come? A little bit, like your belly drops. Oh. Like usually they sit really high, but when they're starting to get ready to go. Yeah, they go like down. They drop down. Um, but mine were all scheduled. So right. I oh, didn't that's true. wait up and, well, my first one wasn't. Mm-hmm. And that I definitely felt like a huge drop. But yeah. the other two... Like, I started to feel them moving down a little bit, but I'm the last one was up in my ribs. Right. Yeah. Get, get him out of there. He's, he's a difficult one. Uh-huh. He didn't <laughs> want to come out. Um, her friends talked about Reagan as well. One of her friends, Kelsey Conway, talked about how she was a new student in middle school when she met Reagan, and that when they met, they switched their shoes because they liked the other ones. Oh. So I think, pretty sure it was Reagan had... Um, the Nike shock shoes. Do you remember those? Yeah. And I think I had a couple. Yeah. Those were like cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I really want them to bring back? What? Wheelies. Heck yeah. Like, let me get those wheelies. Yeah. I'll wear them. I'll wear them too. Um, and Kelsey had like bright pink Converse. Oh. So they switched. I like it. It was really cute. She said Reagan would never let people frown and that she was strong and independent. She also said, quote, Reagan was a positive person and a protective mother to her daughter. We are going to miss her so much. Another friend talked about how Reagan was always telling jokes and made fun of, or made any event fun. They also said everything was about Reagan being a great mom, which oh, she was. Right. So Ugh. back to the story. Okay. I'm not going to go into the person <laughs> that did this as a person. Like, I'm not going to yep. go into her childhood or anything else. We don't need to. Her name was Taylor Parker. I will call her Parker the rest of the time. Okay. After Parker was taken to the hospital and it was determined that she had not given birth, she talked to the police. Affidavit stated, quote, during the interview of Parker, she told a special agent that she was in a physical altercation with Hancock and abducted the unborn child. Parker admitted to leaving the residence of the assault after the abduction of the child, end quote. Now let's backtrack a little bit. I was going to say, so wait, so Parker is admitting in the affidavit she that, she that she took the baby, taking it from someone else. was an assault. Okay. That Got ya. Okay. So now we're going to backtrack. Reagan and Parker were Facebook friends prior to all of this going down. And Parker is older. I want to say at the time of this, she was 27 or 29. All right. But she was older. According to Oxygen True Crime reporter Megan Carpentier, Parker had lived a life of lies and manipulation prior to murdering Reagan. Parker's two ex-husbands, Tommy Way Casey and Hunter Parker, along with her former OBGYN, all testified that after giving birth to her two children with Way Casey... Parker had a tubal ligation in 2014. Had a what? So tubal ligation is pretty much like a female version of a vasectomy. Oh, okay. So they tie your tubes. Gotcha. You cannot have children anymore. Gotcha. Was that her choice to do? So it says she had a tubal ligation in 2014 and then a hysterectomy for medical reasons in 2015. Making another pregnancy impossible. Right. So after a tubal ligation, I guess you can go back in there and reverse it. Yeah. For some people, but it's right. not 100% that you're going to be fertile again. Right. But the hysterectomy, there's no way. Right. I mean, you're literally taking out, right? The uterus. Yeah. yeah. Way Casey, so this is her uh, first husband. Okay, the yep, other one. Testified that Parker had been really upset about the procedures. Her second husband, Hunter Parker, talked about how Parker had never told him that she was infertile. Just that she had medical problems and she would even fake seizures to keep their marriage together. What? 
Two of her friends testified that after Parker's second marriage, she told them that she really wanted to have another child, but she had uterine cancer and even offered each of them $100,000 to be her surrogate, which they both declined. Oh, boy. Her other lies during this time included telling people that she had miscarried twins, she lost another daughter immediately after giving birth, and that Hunter had hired a surrogate, but then he had cheated on her with this woman. Oh, Lord. The lies and manipulation, and it all sounds like to keep with whoever she's with. Right, yeah. And to gain sympathy. Yeah, for sure. Hunter also testified that Parker tried to convince him to take out a loan to get a surrogate and that her grandma would pay for it. Her grandma? Yeah. (laughs) Which would be delivered by a man named, quote, Tim Hightower, end quote. He said he even got a few texts from this Hightower person and a picture of a duffel bag full of cash. But she later told him that Hightower had gotten in an accident and that the first responders stole his money. What the fuck? Like, her lies are bewildering. They're almost like, they're inconceivable. If someone was telling me these things, I would be like, there, there's no chance that that's true. There's no chance. The person that's going <laughs> to apparently deliver the baby, he's sending me texts. And there's bags of money. And now all of a sudden, first responders are stealing stuff? Come on. And he did say, like, he didn't believe it. Yeah. And I think most of the people in her life, this third person that she ends up getting with, her boyfriend at the time when she does all this, Mm. all of his family members and everything were like, he wasn't that into her, but she Mm. kept, like, telling him this really weird stuff to try and lure him to keep him there. And, like, the mother-in-law at one point state, when she first told them she was pregnant... They were like, yeah, she's going to, like, fake a miscarriage here in a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Like, everybody kind of, like, yeah. felt her. Like, right. she's a liar and know, a manipulator. Really weird. Like, a bit. A big... And again, like, if you're catching someone in all these lies, and especially yeah. a mother, yep, you need to get her some help. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So, like, to me. Why is no one helping? Right. You guys, you know that she's lying. So, why are we letting and it continue? really and... Big right. things. These like, aren't like little lies right. that aren't hurting anyone. Yeah, these like, are. These should have been stopped a while ago. Life-altering lies. Right. And I am not blaming anyone. No, and that's just easy for me to say because we're not in it. I'm very, very cold when it comes to some certain shit. And my biggest thing is, if you lie to me, we're done. I don't really care about what the deal was or why you did it. And can't be trusted. Extreme. Yeah, you can't be lying about shit like this. So, Hunter and Parker, so her second husband, mm-hmm. separated in August of 2019, and a few weeks later, she started dating Wade Griffin. All right. According to Wade's sister-in-law and mother, she began lying to him immediately. Oh, boy. Besides the fake pregnancy that she lied about for 10 months, which... 10 months? She also told him <laughs> that she was an heiress and was going to buy them a walnut, walnut farm for $4.5 million. A walnut farm? Yep. And the second lie she told him was that her mother had stolen her inheritance and had hired a hitman to kill them. Okay. She later said that a private detective that she had hired foiled that plot, so they're good. Oh. But she lost the money. Oh. We're just going to just hop right back to, is there such thing as a walnut farm? Yes, there are. And I think they lived in a place where, I think he, uh, Griffin, Wade, her boyfriend, Uh the current one, I think he was into, like, farming and stuff because another thing she tried to do was, like, set up this fake setup for him to go sell some hogs, but the guy, like... Was, like pigs? Yes, there was no one on the, like, other end of this deal. Like, yeah. Her lies are 
confusing. They're out of this world. Wow. As her lies about buying the farm began to unfold at the end of 2019, this is when she told Wade she was pregnant. So after everything falls apart, we got to come up with something else to keep him here. She told friends and family that her due date was September 22nd. Wade's mom testified that she just thought Parker would fake a miscarriage at some point and that the relationship would end. Mm. However, detectives testified that this is when Parker ordered a fake pregnancy belly and sonograms. Oh, you can order those? The fake pregnancy bellies, I know, are a thing because they'll, like, yeah. put them on mannequins and right, stuff. yeah. And, I mean, for, I guess, movies or right. something. Oh, but... that's true. But the sonograms? And we'll find out more about the sonograms. In mid-September, so she's supposedly close to that due date, right? right. Way Casey, Parker's first husband, mm-hmm. began anonymously texting Wade, her current boyfriend. Oh, Lord. Telling him about Parker's hysterectomy. And that she was using the sonograms of her older children to fake her pregnancy. Oh, Lord. This is disturbing stuff. It is disturbing. Wade sent Parker the text messages. Ooh. So he sent them to her. Like, yeah. Is he calling her the out? Hell? Yeah. And that's when her online searches really started to escalate. Mm-hmm. She started searching for places where pregnant women hang out. Hang out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Out of hospital, quote, out of hospital birth protocols. And videos of C-sections, among other things. Oh, no. Yeah. Right then and there, that's like, I know your motive. This is terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying. You're going to that length Mm-mm. to do this lie? Mm-mm. Are there even searches on the internet that give you places where pregnant women hang out? I'm sure. I don't understand that. It is terrifying. Oh. Or I think about all the times I went to the hospital... <laughs> Like when I was pregnant, like are people hanging out out there? That's what, like waiting? for pregnant ladies. Yeah. Like what if you went for a stroll in the park? Do they think pregnant women go to the park? I don't I know don't why know. for some reason that's the first place. Pregnant I women meetups. I don't know. Mm. And I mean, those are things like pregnant women getting together to support each other. But like, whoa. <laughs> On September thirtieth. A clinic in Paris, Texas, testified that Parker had come by for a pre-scheduled sonogram. And when she got there, she started crying, saying she'd have to postpone because her husband was in the military and he had died. And that her mother was going to come to the appointment, but abandoned her. They later saw her in the parking lot, sitting on a bench, copying down license plate numbers of expectant mothers. Oh, my Lord. Why wouldn't someone, like, immediately go in, like, I'm going to have to tell someone? I would have just called the cop. I'm not going to approach her. She's obviously deranged. Yeah, but still, like, I'm not going to allow someone. I'm watching them take down people's license plates, and especially pregnant women. Mm. Oh, Lord. Reagan's husband, so Homer, Mm. testified that it was around this time when Parker, who had been their wedding photographer... In was, 2019. Gotcha. And then stayed in touch online, mm-hmm. began texting Reagan for about a week, and even stopped by and gave her a present. I think it was like a Starbucks or something, something like that. Okay. On October 5th, a fire took place in the home of Parker and Wade Griffin, taking out their power and plumbing. She was supposed to be induced the next day, but weirdly, a bomb threat, which police allegedly connected to Parker later, was called into that clinic, so she couldn't go be induced. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, this lady's on another level. Uh, I mean, I've never, I've never heard of something a little scary. Oh, on the morning of October eighth, detectives stated in court that Parker went to the area where Reagan lived and just sat there for a long time. 
Ooh. And they're, like, looking at, like, CCTV and also, like, her phone records and stuff. Right. Then that evening, she went over and hung out with Reagan. Ooh. On the day of the murder, Wade had gone to a hog farmer's property. This is what I was saying, where she, like, set up this deal. A few hours away from their home to sell hogs for a little over $6,100. <laughs> but these had been fake messages set up by Parker. So that's why he was going to meet her. To be induced. Because he had to go take care of this business deal. Gotcha. So the whole plan was to have that baby and just be like, well, I had it in the car. Yeah. Oh, she's strategic. Police stated that the phone records and surveillance videos showed Parker buying gas at 6.35 a.m. near Reagan's home. And that they had exchanged text messages between 7.22 and 7.52. Both of their phones left Reagan's home at 9.15 a.m. Reagan's phone was never recovered after. Mm. So essentially, are they thinking, like, she was, like, calling her to go with her somewhere? I think she was texting her, like, hey, can I stop by and hang out for a little bit? Mm. And then she went in and did her plan. Gotcha. Or maybe she was like, I'm going, because does um, Reagan think that Parker's pregnant? I'm assuming so. Yeah, everybody thinks she's pregnant. Right. So maybe she, like, was telling her, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going into labor. I need you to come help her. Right. I'm coming in. Can you help me? Yeah. So Reagan's husband stated that he got text messages that were weird from his wife that stopped around 8.30 a.m. Mm. Then around 9.30 a.m., a neighbor Facebook messaged him to let him know that his dog had gotten out. Oh, Lord. He tried to get a hold of his wife. She was supposed to be at home, mm-hmm. and their other daughter was there. Right. Uh, but he couldn't get a hold of her. Oh, no, the three-year-old was there? Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So, and not that it's pertinent or whatever, but the older daughter was Reagan's child from a previous relationship. Okay. So Homer's not the dad. Gotcha. So he started calling her and other people repeatedly. Like, he's, like, starting to panic. I can't get a hold of my pregnant wife. Yeah. Our dog is running the neighborhood. What's going on? Something's wrong, yeah. So he tried to call a bunch of other people repeatedly before he left work to go check on her. Mm. The following information is from the medical examiner and crime scene restoration expert who testified at the trial. Reagan had been beaten in four or five rooms of the home before eventually succumbing to her injuries in their living room. During the trial, Bowie County District Attorney Kelly Crisp asked Texarkana, Texas Police Department, crime scene investigator Mark Sullivan, quote, this was not a quick death, was it? End quote. And then quote on his behalf. No, it was not. Good Lord, four or five rooms? Injuries on Hancock's body included numerous stab wounds and deep incisions Ooh. caused by a sharp-edged weapon consistent with a scalpel. She was cut open from hip to hip, and her uterus was pulled out and cut, the report said. Her hand showed extensive defensive wounds, included, including bruises, scrapes, stab wounds, and cuts on her fingers and palms. Ooh. One finger was dislocated, and the tip of another was almost cut off. Ooh. End quote. Mm. I mean, the brutality. The brutality of that is... And the fact that Reagan fought so hard for her life. I mean, all those defense wounds, her fingers almost being cut off. Well, the fact that it was like four or five rooms, it's obvious she didn't just like succumb quickly like she was battling. Reagan was reportedly stabbed over a hundred times. She had five skull fractures, a broken nose. The medical examiner testified that she had likely been beaten with both sides of a claw hammer oh. and a mason jar that had been filled with blue and pink sand from their gender reveal party. Oh. She was then stabbed numerous times, likely with a scap- scalpel that was later found in her neck during the autopsy. The coroner was, was unable to rule out whether she had been strangled because her neck had also been cut. Ooh. 
During the struggle, the killer sliced her lower abdomen, open from hip to hip, removed her uterus, cut it open, and removed the child and the placenta. Oh, my no. Wouldn't the woman, like, you would think that brutal of a, a beating, like, wouldn't she be scared? You're, you're going to kill the child as well at this point. I think that she had watched all those C-section videos and thought confident that she knew what she was doing, but probably had to beat Reagan to death first right. so that she could actually do it. I don't know. Just, like, the brutality behind that, I just, I would be, you would think she would have been, like, more concerned, like, you know, tie her up and then do it. Just so she didn't worry that she was going to, like, hurt the baby. It's... Ooh, my palms are sweaty. Horrific. God. Now back to Parker getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. The officer testified about the baby on her lap in the umbilical cord. He also stated that at some point, the placenta fell out of her pants as well. So she was full out, like, trying to, like, make it look like she had given birth. Gotcha. Was she just hoping someone was going to pull up next to her and be like... Oh, you gave birth. Like, we're going to help she you. She was driving. I know. They pulled her over for driving oh, radically. Oh, you're right. Yes. Okay. A passerby who stopped to help noticed that there was hardly any blood on the driver's seat or the baby, but the blood all over Taylor or Parker was mostly dry. Uh-uh. It just didn't add up. Right. When they examined her at the hospital, they became suspicious because she didn't want them to examine her at all. Mm. When they checked her for internal bleeding, they determined that she didn't have a uterus. Mm. And an internal exam revealed that there was no blood in her vaginal canal or the presence of a cervix. Ooh. A blood test showed that there wasn't any pres- presence of pregnancy hormones. Right. And through it all, she insisted that she had delivered that baby. Blood tests later revealed it was Reagan's baby. Jeez. The baby, Braxlin Sage Hancock, was viable but very small at 34 weeks delivery, even though Parker was claiming to people that she was overdue. Her due date was September 22nd. This is October 9th. She said like two months longer, right? No, it's about, it'd be like a few weeks. Okay. But that's a a long time. Yeah. To be overdue. And there's no way, this baby is six weeks early. Right, yeah, no. So. This lady's a fucking nut job. She was viable and fully developed. However, it was determined that she was... Excuse me. She, it was determined that she was deprived from oxygen for too long and had brain damage. Ooh. She was taken off life support and declared dead at 1.22 p.m. Oh. I'm guessing that during the beating and after her mother died, mm-hmm. you have to get the baby out quickly. Right. For it to still survive right. outside of the mother. Yeah. Like, they're getting all their oxygen and stuff from inside the moms. Right. If you kill the mother, you have to get that baby right. out. So my That's, guess is yeah. she took too long. That's where my, my thought was. It's like, you had to have known. This part. This mm. one's hard. Reagan was discovered around 10.15 a.m. I just cannot imagine walking in Oof. when her mom, Jessica Brooks, stopped by to check on her at the request of her husband, who was also rushing home. Got you. They played the 911 call for the jury, and her mother was screaming. Oof. Help me. My daughter has been murdered. There's blood everywhere. Oh, my babies. Oh, my God. End quote. On the call, you can hear her talking to her husband, asking where their other grandchild was. Reagan's three-year-old daughter was right. in the home. Because she was supposed to be there, right? Yep. Oof. She also commented on the amount of blood. The oldest child was located in the home. She had been there the entire time. I couldn't mm. find for sure where she had been. Some say she had been asleep in her bed. Right. I, I hope that's the truth. I hope that's I the hope truth, too. I hope she didn't see it. Let's... Reagan's husband got there shortly after the police. Mm. Man. Parker's story during court was that the altercation began because Reagan had pushed her down to the ground in the garage, insisting that she couldn't leave. 
What? During that time, Reagan had gotten badly injured and begged Parker to cut the baby out of her and save the baby's life. She said Reagan was alive when she left and that Reagan must have cut her own throat. Oh. She also claimed that her boyfriend had no idea that she wasn't pregnant and that Reagan's oldest child had witnessed the scene of her mother's death. In a victim's impact statement, Reagan's younger sister, Emily, told Parker she stole her only biological sister from her. Quote, you need to understand what you took from me and my family. No more celebrating her birthday. I was barely 19 when I got the call that my sister was gone. If I visit my sister, I have to go to a graveyard and see a headstone. I'll never get a text or call from her again. End quote. Man. In a statement to the court, Reagan's mother, Jessica Parker, called, or Jessica Brooks, called Parker an evil piece of flesh demon. Quote, my baby was alive, still fighting for her babies when you tore her open and ripped her baby from her stomach, she said. End quote. I bet that's what she was doing. I bet she was just fighting. I, I, I think Reagan put up a hell of a fight. Oh, yeah. From all the defensive injuries they found on her. And, like, room to room, like... I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she Taylor Parker courageous. was just so deranged and out right. of her mind that... Well, also, I mean, she's pregnant, like I said. Yeah, like, really you, pregnant. You, yeah, like, you can't... You're not going to be able to, like, fight off an attacker the way you normally would. In October of 2020... 2020, 2020. 2020. 2022. Taylor Parker was found guilty of capital murder and the deaths of Reagan Hancock Simmons and her baby, after only about an hour of deliberations. Yeah. The same jury was then tasked with choosing her sentence, either death or life in prison without the possibility of parole. They chose death. Did they? Yep. She was like one of seven women on death row. The jurors in the trial said that they were bonded forever. One of the members stated that the decision to sentence Parker to death was unanimous on their first vote. Wow. That's... Yeah, they were pissed. Yeah. Reagan's mom, Jessica Brooks, stated, quote, We are just so thankful justice has been served today for not only our family, our friends, the prosecution team, and our community. Yep. Reagan's little sister, Emily Simmons, stated, quote, I'm overwhelmed with happiness it's over because, and then Parker, she's talking about, mm-hmm. has been such a burden in our life for so long now that I haven't been able to think about my sister without having to think about her. Right. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't think I could be in that courtroom. Only because, no. like, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Mm-mm. A little bit of a quickie, but that one was hard for me to get through. Yeah, that one was I think that was tough. I am a mother, but also I have sisters. Right. And when I think of her mom having to find that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I can't imagine that. And then, or thinking as a sister. Right. Somebody doing that to my sister yeah. for such a freaking yeah. selfish thing. Yep. Yeah. I, you took she, that little girl's well, you, mom. You, you, yeah. And then you, you took, took a, a woman, baby. You took a, ch- a baby, an unborn child. And I guess it said, I read somewhere else, that Homer, her husband, is actually fighting for custody of the oldest child. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was, that's pretty special. Yeah. But. Well, it sounds like he was <sighs> probably like, I mean, he was calling people to go check on her. He was leaving work. It sounds like he was doing everything right. Mm. That one was tough, man. Whew. Just. Yeah, that was that was tough, but you covered it very well. Thank you. Yeah, they said she sat in court, no remorse on her face, nothing, like just sat yeah. there. And, was and like, see, that's mm-hmm. where, like, if I'm sitting in there and I see it, you better hope that the bailiff gets to me. <laughs> if, if I get to you, it's on. Oh, God, I hate that. 
Shit makes me so fucking mad. I just wish somebody had seen the signs or called her out on it. Like, right. Like, he thought she was faking the pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. And that's where Reed even said, like, there was just so many... I feel like people just allowed her to continue on with lying and manipulating even though they knew. But, again, we're not blaming anyone. That was tough. Very sad. Yeah. Well, I am next week. I'm juggling between a couple cases. I can't decide. Need help? Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, review, rate, subscribe. Yeah. All of those things. Did I leave it out? Any? I don't think so. Okay. Or you can email us. Yeah, sure. Email, message on Instagram. Yep. Until next time, Fringe. Bye. Bye.